great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hope that you had a lovely weekend and it was nice just chatting with uh, Curtis Sliwa. We are taking your telephone calls this hour, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. This I'm starting off with is an example of the United States not leading. Ukraine, Boris Johnson, Britain's prime minister, made a surprise visit Saturday to Ukraine. Biden, President Biden, should do the same thing. And in fact, it should have been done, in my opinion, when he was uh, <clears throat> when he was right there at the uh, border in Poland. And so I was looking at a tweet uh, just a minute ago, and it seems like almost like a backhand slap at America by the defense of Ukraine. And there's a picture of Boris Johnson and President Zelensky, and it says, this is what democracy looks like. This is what courage looks like. This is what true friendship between peoples and nations uh, look like. And so I'm also concerned this morning about a statement, and I want to uh, hear from you folks on this. And uh, Boris Johnson's visit, by the way, was a surprise visit. But uh, uh, according to the Russian uh, ambassador to the United States, he is claiming that the West is provoking Russia as it relates to the United States providing weapons to Ukraine. And here's the part that I'm concerned about, folks. He says, we warn that such actions are dangerous. They can lead the United States and the Russian Federation onto the path of direct military confrontation. I'm concerned about that, and I think you should be as well. And so the White House, which seems to have been one-upped by uh, Boris Johnson, um, has said uh, a, a little while ago that President Biden doesn't currently have any plans to travel to Ukraine. That's one of the stories that we're dealing with this morning. The second one is a local one, 16-year-old Angela Lee, Angela Yambo, 16 years old. So on Friday, I was on the air filling in for Greg Kelly, and while I'm on the air discussing crime with you folks, you great folks, this young lady lost her life, caught in crossfire, outside a uh, 
Bronx school. She lost her life. Two other students were wounded. And former police commissioner Bratton, former police commissioner Bill Bratton, appeared on the uh, on the uh, Cats Roundtable Sunday morning with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. And for the former police commissioner, Bill Bratton, he says this is deja vu all over again. As the famous Yankee catcher Yogi Berra once said, uh, deja vu all over again. Uh, what's happening in America today, 2022, reminds me very much of what was happening in the late 80s, early 90s. In this country and in New York, uh, a rise in crime, a rise in disorder, and a lot of despair and fear about it because it seems like it's just going up and up and uh, nothing seems to be working against it. Fortunately, we're nowhere near the numbers that we had back then, but the trending is awful. New York, for example, uh, our city just reported the other day that uh, for the third month in a row, uh, overall crime is up by over 40%. I never in my lifetime expected to ever see numbers like that for New York City. I actually predicted for most of the last 25 years it would never go up again. But boy, was I wrong. And, of course, Bill Bratton, the police commissioner uh, for Rudy Giuliani, the man that brought crime down in New York City, the man that got the job done, the man that that spearheaded uh, broken windows. And I know because I was there covering Bratton. I know because I was there covering Rudy Giuliani. And so the crime situation uh, as it relates to New York, and I'm going to get to uh, Mayor Adams in just one second. We are taking your calls. I'm about to go to Tommy in uh, Bergen Beach, Brooklyn, in one second. Uh, we're taking your calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Tommy, we say good morning to you. What's on your mind? I'm black and I'm proud and I'm saying it loud, Dominic. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Tommy. Well, uh, if, if you know, Dominic, they said a couple of weeks ago that, you know, you talk, talk too much about crime. You focus too much on it. Right. Well, my my contention is, if you don't focus on crime, then who will? Most of the media is woke and, and leaning left, and they don't care about anything. If anybody takes a common-sense look at what's happening in our neighborhoods, then maybe they will see the light and start calling out the criminals and stop calling on police reform and funding. Mm-hmm. You know, it drives me nuts. You know? mm-hmm. Well, Tommy, the reason why I focus on, on crime is because I care, I really do, about what happens in this city. And I care about all young people, all young people. But for for the sake of this conversation, for the sake of this conversation, I care for all young people, but in particular, the young people that look just like me that are losing their lives day in, day out. And, um, you know, I, I view it as a voice for the voiceless uh, some people don't want to hear me talk about crime because they're delusional. They don't want to deal with the reality of what's right in their face. They want to focus on the woke element. They want to focus on anything else, anything else except for the reality of what is going on. But, Tommy, I, I thank you for the call and for folks that are just joining us, Tommy. The uh, Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. That's what uh, Curtis Lee, uh, he says, that's my new 
theme song here at uh, WABC, James Brown. Mm, mm, mm. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. I was watching the James Brown um, uh, movie just this weekend. Let's go to uh, Jennifer, our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Can you hear me okay? I hear you loud and clear. Hey, my phone's wonky these days more often than not. So, okay. First of all, you sing that great. I'm black and I'm proud. You, you, you <laughs> no. do that justice. That's well, thank great. You. you sound thank very, you, but no rhythm happy. there. But no rhythm. Yeah. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I think you're doing great. Um, so, in any event, um, I just wanted to to go slightly off topic, but on crime. Um, the shooting in Sacramento. Are you familiar with what happened out there with the six dead and 12 injured? I'm aware of the headlines uh, that we yeah. all have, um, have heard about what happened. Have you seen the, I don't even want to call them men, because they're poor excuses for men that, that, that are accused of doing this crime? Yes. It, okay. You see them waving their guns and smoking their blunts and talking their rag time and um and one of them's already been let out of jail on bonds. Um and I just think that this is heartbreaking because when you have a mass shooting, every one of us should be outraged. And it shouldn't be about guns. It should be about responsibility, criminal behavior. Because there are millions and millions and millions of guns in this country. Every bad guy can get a gun if he wants one. We know that. For God's sakes, now you can make 3D guns, etc. But the point is, no one is outraged if it's not a white guy doing the shooting. Look what happened down in that Asian salon. It was automatically a hate crime. Um, the guy, to me, from everything I've read and heard reported, was mentally ill. But they still go ahead with hate crime because it fits the bill. He is white. The people he shot were Asian. which is all heartbreaking. Please don't misunderstand me for a minute. Anybody that would get killed. At, on the other end of a gun, and mm -hmm. you know, in criminal behavior. But do you notice a total lack of coverage and a total lack of outrage in the capital of California when six people are killed and 12 injured? And it could have been a lot worse. And it was all planned. It was intentional. Yes. It wasn't some sort of, you I, know. I, I, Jennifer, I, I have noticed it. Um, you know, we're dealing with a situation in the country. You know what time it is. I know what time it is. And uh, it's it's despicable. And unfortunately, Jennifer, and I do need to move on, but I thank you for the call. Unfortunately, it's going to continue to happen until folks uh, get fed up with what's going on. So looking at my screen here, Amy in the Riverdale section of the Bronx says that I am too repetitive with crime. Is that true, Amy? Amy. Amy, are you there? Okay, Amy apparently is not there. Uh, maybe Amy can uh, um, <laughs> give us a call back. Let's go to uh, to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now I have a reason to be up late on Sunday or Monday morning. <laughs> How are you? How was your weekend? And I love that song, I'm Black and I'm Proud. Anyway, two things. I don't think it's necessary um, for Biden to be going anywhere, especially Ukraine, considering um, he hasn't tested positive yet. But I think that might become a problem. 
Um, okay, so you're saying that he should not go to Ukraine because of COVID? No, actually, I don't see any reason why he should go. But um, I made it. I said it nicely. But um, what's the point? What was the point of going? The, the point. The it. point is the leader of the free world showing solidarity with the people from Ukraine that are under attack <laughs> in an in an unfair war that they did not start. And in in my opinion, Audrey, and I want to hear yours right now, he's letting uh, Boris Johnson uh, 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 take the moral high ground away from the leader of the free world. That's something, that headline should be Biden, not Boris Johnson, in my opinion. Okay. Ready for my opinion? I'm waiting for it. One. I have no idea why it's important to so-called go into a war zone, which personally I've yet to believe it. I don't believe it. I'm not saying they're not fighting, but I, it's different from the Vietnam War. We saw pictures, we saw bodies, and I don't see any reason for Boris going there. He should get his hair done. But that's not important. We're supplying them with what? Aid um, through the U.N. and through um, NATO and the United States is supplying. So physically, we don't have to be there. We're helping them. I, I mean, $100,000 billion? Some mm-hmm. type of money, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't keep up with. Right. And um, so that's the help I, I think is more appreciative than going there in a, a war zone, mm-hmm. showing your face, get blown up. But anyway, one more thing, Eric uh, Adams. Uh, yes, and I'm going to get positive. to. Yes, he tested. Go ahead, go ahead, Audrey, and then he I need to positive, move on. But he was at that, that um thing with Biden and them, that Nancy court. So let's just pray for the whole world, and we don't have to go through the shutdown again. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, I thank you for the call, Audrey, and I still can't believe what, what you told me uh, last week. I think you said that you are approaching 70. Is that correct? 70, I think you said. Well, Audrey, I thank you uh, for that call. But but uh, Audrey just brought it up. That's another story that's on my mind, folks. Sunday marked 100 days in office for New York City Mayor Eric Adams, and he has tested positive for covid This is COVID cases are rising quickly in New York City and Washington, D.C. COVID cases up 49% in New York City, according to the New York Times. And so, Mr. Mayor, um, I really do. I really do um, uh, wish you a speedy recovery. And I I hope that um, that everything works out for you in terms of um, testing uh, positive uh, uh, for COVID. Let's go to uh, Steve in Central uh, Jersey. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I'm going to agree with you in part. The, we, the America should be leading the effort to help the Ukraine defeat the Russians here. But I, I, I have to challenge you a little bit now. Okay, let's do, do really it. Let's think, do it. Do, we really need, do you really think we need to be concerned about big, bad Vladimir Putin and his army, they were supposed to be able, let me let me explain, they were supposed to be able to take out the Ukraine in two to three days. Now, it looks like if we sit back and do nothing, it's still going to take his weak, drunk army two to three months to defeat the Ukraine. You've had a commentator on ABC, Larry Kudlow, who I respect a lot, was in the Trump administration. He has made the point, and I completely agree, if Putin loses here, we help, the Ukraine can win, we don't have to put a single boot on the ground so to speak. And if that, that if Russia and Putin loses, they're going to take Putin, the Russians will take Putin out. We don't have to do a thing. So having said that, what should we be afraid of? Please explain to me. Nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapons. Now, 
do you really think that do you understand how those those societies work he's got generals and the oligarchs it, it's essentially communism there do you going to think they're going to let him destroy the world do you think they're going to let him do that i don't think so okay but steve I, I, and i you know i've had this debate with with you and others and I, and i respect the debate but are you really willing to take that chance but all Dominic, you understand they're weak. They're weak. They're showing they're very weak, and I find it very hard to believe there aren't there aren't sensible Russians here. See, I think you're taking the Russian uh, people for granted here. By the way, they're watching body bags come back here, like in Vietnam, right? This is equivalent to their. They're tired of this. In Afghan, they saw it. They're tired of going into wars over there and watching their dead come home. So they're not going to put up with Putin taking them down. I think they'll take him out before they let that happen. I really do. But having said that. okay. so wait, wait, Steve, before I move on to the next call. So then using your words, why haven't they taken him out already? Why haven't they taken them out already? Yes. Because they're still on the on, on offense, meaning the Russians. I just said, remember I said earlier, if we do nothing, he will ultimately take the Ukraine. It's going to take him two to three months. But that's proof of how weak their military is. Mm-hmm. So if we help them, from, even helping from behind, so to speak, all right, uh, we, they, they lose and Putin's out. That's my point. It's peace through strength. And Mr. Kudlow has made this point. He served in the Trump administration. He understands. And, Dominic, I respect you. I respect you a lot as much as I do, Mr. Kudlow. Okay? So please, don't take this the wrong way. All right? But I, I really think you're, you're selling a short here. And you're giving him – this is what Vladimir Putin want, and, and his commie thug oligarchs want us to think, that they're real big and bad. They're not. They're not. Okay. All right. Well, Steve, you, you made a you made a very good, valid point there. I hear you. And we respectfully um, disagree with each other. You know, part of me says that maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But I'm just not willing to take that chance. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A number of topics uh, over the weekend. Surprise visit to Ukraine from Britain's prime minister, Boris Johnson. We're dealing with that story. We are also uh, talking about uh, crime in New York City. While I was on the air Friday with you folks, that young lady lost her life, 16 years old. Where is the outrage for her and the two other teenagers that were shot? And it's a 17-year-old that's with no criminal record that's in custody Also, Sunday marked the 100th day in office for New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who has tested positive for COVID. It makes me worry, are we going back to where we've been before? I see all of your telephone calls. We're going to get to them as soon as possible. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC. And good Monday morning. We are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. The situation in Ukraine. Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson made a surprise visit Saturday to Ukraine. I think it's something that President Biden should have already have done himself 
when he was there at the border in Poland. We are discussing the situation of yet another shooting. The young lady on uh, Friday, 16 years old, walking out of school, uh, three kids next to each other, proximity, uh, standing next to each other, all three shot. She lost her life, two wounded. It seems like another day in New York City. Oh, well, the beat goes on. That's the way that it seems, folks. And uh, as I mentioned, the mayor has COVID as Sunday marked his 100th day in office. And here is the way that I would assess Mayor Adams. I believe that the uh, that the jury is still out on, on the mayor. I believe strongly that his heart is in the right place to turn around the crime problem to lead the city but it, but I, I don't have a letter grade right now off the top of my mind, but I would say, uh, Mr. Mayor, more action, less talking. And, you know, but the mayor of New York, you, you've got to be able to lobby for your agenda, and that's what Mayor Adams is doing. But again, Mayor Adams, I, I wish you well and a speedy recovery uh, as you are dealing with the issue of COVID. But I do worry. I do worry that here we go again. Are we going to, I don't think that the city's going to be, or the country's going to be locked down, but I am concerned with the rise of COVID cases again. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. What did you say? You said, and I heard you correctly, you said, uh-oh, we're going back again. Hold on to your hat, pal. We never left. The false understanding by this people in this country, and I'm sorry to say some of the people on this station, is that this thing is gone. It never left. This ain't the flu. This is something we're going to have to deal with constantly. Constantly. Uh, the mayor got it. I'm glad he must have got shots. Did you? By the way, you're going to get your shot. I keep telling you, go get it. Right? You know? No, 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 Stan. I, I, I haven't, I haven't had it, hey. had it yet. But, but I have to be honest with you, Stan. So I, I was listening to Curtis Lewa, uh a little, a little while earlier, and one of the callers, and she was hard at making her point with Curtis tonight, and she was making the point. Now, this was a caller. You know, she's not a doctor, but to me, she made a good point. And the point that she argued was that we keep getting these booster shots. It may wear down our immunity for future future strains to come. And I am a little concerned about that, to be honest with you. Okay, you can be concerned with it, but the mayor took it. I think, look, we it's like we have to keep re-educating the people. I don't know, these are their brain dead or they don't understand. This wasn't a cure to begin with. These are preventative and so forth as best as it can. If Pfizer and Moderna can come up with a cure, it'll be the greatest thing in the world. But there's no cure at the present time. Taking the shots is a preventative or will not make it very worse as it is. If you don't take the shots, you're in deep trouble. Then that's the problem. I want to get to Boris Johnson for a quick second. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm happy that he went. Uh, I don't think the president needs to. Well, let me explain something. You know, Franklin Roosevelt, may he rest in peace, he's been gone, never went to Europe during World War II. Uh, Winston Churchill uh, never went. He was in England most of the time, and he never went to France or during the war. And, he, well, we know about the Stalin. They met on boats 
and they talked or had meetings in Yalta or this or that, which was right. But none of them visited. One does not have to be there. Now, he snuck in and did it. He could do it and so forth. And the logistics for him, I think, were much easier than would have been for President Biden. Him not being there doesn't mean that he's not involved and so forth. That's not what it's about. It's about getting involved in terms of what we supply and what we do. And as far as your concern about the fear that if we get involved, the, the, the Russians will do it, uh, I'm putting it on the table. Call our bluff. We're not there. If you want to start, okay. They can't win. They know they can't win with us, and we can't win with them. So if they're going to call this game and put the cards on the table, as I've always said, either show your cards or tip over the table. So uh, I, don't, I think the Russians are talk right now. They've got this new Russian general who's a savage. He was in uh, uh, in Syria, and he did a lot of damage there. They brought him in. We'll see what happens. But it ain't over till it's over, and I do not believe, I don't trust the Russians at all. But if they're threatening us, we have to come back and say, okay, what are you going to do? There's an old saying, you know, what are you going to do? Let's go ahead. Well, How much time, much threats can we take? I'm a little nervous like you, well, but Stan, a man makes threats. I, I thank you for the call, and what Stan was um – was referring to was when I said that the uh, Russian ambassador to the uh, U.S. says that the West is provoking uh, Russia, that uh, it can lead the U.S. and the Russian Federation onto the path of direct military confrontation. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics. I believe this is uh, Omar in the uh, Bronx. Is that correct, Omar? Yes, it's correct, Dominic. Good morning. Go right ahead. All right. Dominic, I want to say that I think Joe Biden should not go to Ukraine because I remember in Africa there was a time where a country had a problem, and what the country did, they slaughtered some citizens from France so France could come and help them, you know, push back the rebels. So Joe Biden is the head of the United States of America. So Ukraine, at this time, they desperately need help to get Russia out of the country. So imagine if somebody has a bad idea and just do a little thing to Joe Biden, the war is on. So I think he shouldn't go there. Okay, well, I, 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 thank you, uh, I thank you for the call. You say that he shouldn't go. Let's take a call on the issue of referring to President Biden to Ukraine. Let's take an, a question or a comment on the uh, issue of crime. Uh, Robert, our friend Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning to you, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Nice to have you on Sunday night, Dominic. Uh, thank you. Um, thank you. Very kind of you to say. And you know I'll be quick. I have two quick points, but real quick, I just wanted to point out to my buddy Stan, okay, a lot of us are younger and have antibodies and are past this. That does not make them brain dead, okay? The people in my family that are older and at risk are fully vaccinated and boosted, okay? So he needs to stop insulting people because their reality is different from his, and I'll leave it at that. Um, it amazes me that people complain to you about being repetitive on crime without complaining about crime being repetitive. 
That blows me away. Somebody's married, somebody's murdered every day, and you talk about it, and they complain to you about talking about it. That just completely blows me away. And one final thing. You brought up something last week about the sanctions on Putin's daughters. Yes. Okay, and I hadn't really thought about them. I thought, didn't give him much thought, you know, okay, so his daughters. But you made a point, and it reminded me that I have two daughters with expressive eyes and loud facial expressions. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And I can guarantee you that even a tyrant put like Putin, when he looks at that, it affects him. Of okay? course it you does. You are a thousand percent right on that. All of right? course it does. How much it affects him? Who knows? But other than that, it's nice to have you, and you enjoy your week, and I'll be listening to you, Well, thank you, Robert. That is very kind of you to say. And that's why I made the comment, folks, I really feel this way, that any father, it's not an American issue, it's not a Russian issue, it's not a Ukrainian issue. Any father, if you want to get his attention and know that that, uh, that he is uh, fully aware or, or is – relating to the issue at hand, involve his daughter. Involve a father's daughter, and you have their full attention. And so that's why I feel, and if you notice, folks, the Kremlin responded to the U.S. targeting uh, Putin's um, daughters, excuse me, targeting his daughters uh, with the uh, financial Sanctions. Let's go here to Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Of course, coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Let's go to our friend Karen in Rockland County. Good morning, Karen. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. So how does it feel to be a buffer between Curtis and Frank? <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta that's, be a funny that's, position. That's that that's a great question, Karen, and, and you're putting me on the uh, on the hot seat there. No, they're, I they're both they're both they're both great guys. They're they're both great guys. But you know I what? Know. Hey, you know what, Karen? Let me just say this. So so we we have we have um we have one or two overall ninety nine point nine percent of the comments are very positive. We have one or two African Americans that don't like the fact that I and ask yourself this, why is it me in particular that bothers you talking about bothers them talking with me talking about crime, but not but not but not but Karen, but not of the any of any of the other hosts on WABC. Why is that? Right? And so whatever, you know, people are entitled to their to their opinion. But somebody's gotta stand up and call out when a sixteen year old girl is leaving school and a 17-year-old without a criminal record uh, allegedly shoots her to death because of a confrontation and bullets are flying everywhere where three people are shot. Somebody's got to call it out. I would love to talk about the economy, the budget, uh, uh, a million other issues on a nightly basis. But how can I in terms of what's going on? We don't know who's next. But please, Karen, go right ahead with your point. What Curtis was talking about with the mentally ill, I mean, all the sane people that are walk, walking around in the city are going to be, become mentally ill. How can you walk around and you know, have to look over your shoulder and be you know, afraid that you're going to have a, you know, a knife stuck in your back or you know, somebody hitting you over the head? Or, so there's going to be a lot more mentally ill than just the mentally ill. 
unless they do something in Albany about this uh, bail and the crime and all that. It's ridiculous. It is, Karen. I thank you for the lovely call. It is ridiculous. It has to stop with these progressive, woke politicians. It, they've got to go. And the only way they're going to go with their agenda is you're going to have to turn out in numbers and vote them out of office. That's the only way it's going to uh, happen. Let's go to, let's try Dan in Farmingdale. Farmingdale, Long Island, I believe. Uh, Dan, good morning. What's on your mind? Yes, uh, Dominic, I was uh, giving you a right on while I was on hold there. You, you were kind of grabbing my whole point. but uh, Well, what was your about, point, Dan? About two weeks ago uh, on uh, Channel 4, I saw a, you know, a news report that they're going to have a class action suit uh, about DNA being unfair, you know, when they grab a cigarette butt or, uh, you know, a water bottle in the interrogation room and get the DNA off it, uh, being unfair to people of color. uh, color. And I'm thinking to myself, I've been watching Bill Curtis and cold case files for 20 years where they get all kinds of white rapists and murderers and, you know, all kinds of creepy people. You know, I don't see color when I see creeps getting busted. I I just don't, you know, how they come to that conclusion just blows my mind. When you see a piece of crap getting his just desserts, I I say, yeah. And how they come to that, I just, I can't understand it. Right. Well, you know, Dan, um, Historically, there there have been examples where people have been uh, accused of crimes where they didn't have anything to do with it. So I guess I guess that's where this stems from. But politicians are taking that issue that I just said, and they are turning it for for every ounce and turning it and turning it and playing racial politics on top of racial politics, and it is it is destroying us it's destroying the people that it's supposed to help it's destroying the criminal justice system uh just look at dan what what's what's going on right and thank you for the call dan right so i'll make you a deal if you don't want me to talk about crime why don't you go volunteer at the pal and stop these 17 year old kids from shooting other kids I'll make you a deal. You don't want me to discuss crime. I won't ever discuss crime again. But what you're really saying is, Dominic, we don't want you to tell us the truth. And I wish I could really say on the radio what this is about. Because it's hatred of self with 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 people not want the the handful that don't want me to talk about the issue of crime. You don't say this to, to other WABC hosts, but you say it to me. So then ask yourself, why do you say it to me? Why? Why me out of all the hosts on WABC? Why? They can do it, but you don't want me to do it. And the last time I checked, people, black, white, Asian, Latino, Fought for the right for people like me to be behind this microphone and to call it for what it is. 
Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. More of your telephone calls when we come back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. What is this world coming to? New Jersey. You know, I was joking around with Curtis Lewa a few minutes ago. New Jersey is set to require second graders, second graders to learn about gender identity in the fall, which is alarming parents. And a simple, a simple New Jersey lesson plan says you might feel like you're a boy, even if you have body parts that some people might tell you are girl parts. So you mean to tell me with all the issues in the world, it's important that second graders, and it's not funny, it's really sad, learn about gender identity. We are taking uh, your telephone calls. Let's go to uh, Ed in uh, West Hempstead, Long Island. Good morning, Ed. What's on your mind? Ed, are you with me? Going once, Ed. Going twice. Are you with me? Yes, I'm here. Okay, go right ahead. Um, The thing when I was on the police department, once it turned midnight, it was the next day. So when the man previously had said it was, uh, you're here Sunday night, you're actually here Monday morning. Right. So, that 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 is you, you are correct, Ed. Uh, I mean that that's being technical to the letter of the law. Uh, a good point, but yes, it is. So when I come on, and that's why my schedule was switched from Friday to Saturday until Sunday because it starts off the work week. So you are correct. Let's go to Carol in Elmont, New York. Good morning, Carol. Radio seventy-seven WABC. Hi, Dominic. I found you about two months ago, and I'm so happy because I think you're just a great person. I have two comments. I don't think Biden should go to the Ukraine. I mean, most of the world knows that he's so weak. I don't think it would do us any good. I really don't. Okay. Uh, These things in Jersey with the schools, I think these people, parents should get out there and just, you know, voice these people out that are doing the woke and all this, that they're destroying our country. I agree. And, and And another thing about the Pfizer shots, today Israel has just said that the fourth shot of the Pfizer shot only will last four weeks. So they're telling everybody to go and get all these things when they don't even know how long they're going to last, Dominic. Wow. Wow. And it's, re- it's really crazy. And I, I really, my last comment, I mean, I listen to you every night now. I just love it. I'm glad I found you because I think you really, I mean, I would love to talk on anything that you talk about because you're right on everything you say. The people saying about you, you know, talking about too much violence, then they got to get their head out of the sand because what's happening to our country I mean, I never thought, I'm in my late 70s, and I never thought I would see the world like this. Mm-hmm. I have young grandchildren who mm-hmm. I want them to grow up, and the way they're doing the world with this woke and all this garbage, send them all packing, get them out of our country. They don't like it here, go to another country. And, That's how I feel, Dominic. And, and you know what, Carol? I'm, thank you for the call. I'm going to be honest with you because that's that's exactly how I feel. If things are so bad and if you don't like it, why don't you go elsewhere 
and see how tolerant they will be uh, to to what you're advocating for. Let's go to Charles in Queens. Good morning, Charles. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I want to say you really do a phenomenal job, but you're also very good in advertisement. That advertisement that you do for uh, D'Agostino, is it? Whatever. You're very good at it. Thank you. In addition to being a great journalist. Thank you. What I want to say is, I'm sure it's been said before, but maybe not. Uh, It's rather like you're saying, the truth is not what these people, especially black people, want. Because you're black and you're telling the truth. Now They like the narrative that every white cop wakes up in the morning is, how many blacks can I kill? You know, and white cops and the whites are guilty and they owe us reparations. They don't want to hear the truth that, that what they're trying to do that narrative kills black people, young black people. It's just wrong. It's just bad. They don't want to hear that. They like the other narrative. And you're blacks. So you're not supposed to do that. The truth is something very painful. Well, that. Charles, um, I have to be honest with you. You are. <clears throat> let me clear my, my voice. Let me clear my voice for this one here. You are a thousand percent accurate, uh, to be honest with you. And, um, but see, again, 99.9, and thank you for the call, Charles, 99.9% of our listeners, including thousands of African-Americans, agree with what I'm saying. It's only the one or two that they, and they're barking up the wrong tree. The most powerful politicians in the world have not been able to control me. And you think you are? So you can call up here and say whatever you want to say. You can send me a million emails as they're doing. You can change your name a thousand times. We know who you are. We're intense anticipating it. And it's no skin off my apple. All you're doing is embarrassing yourself. And language that you understand that the kids use You're playing yourself. It's as simple as that. Because I'm going to keep telling the truth. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. It is what it is. But if you want to talk about self-hatred, right? And I'm going to make this point again, and then I'm gone way over to take a commercial break. Look in the mirror if you want to. You want to challenge me. But you won't challenge any other host on WABC. I wonder why that's the case. And if I talk about crime, it's a problem. But the others talk about it, and it's accepted. You go do the math. I'll be right back. Oh, so I'm told I took a break. So I got, Matt just told me, Matt, put, put on your headphones here. I took a break. I didn't, I didn't need another break here. No, we're all good. We're all good. So, yeah. so I'm going. You got so on, excited. I'm going on my rant here. <laughs> you can just keep ranting. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Well, well, we we have a lot of telephone calls. Thank you, Matt. Coming up in about five minutes, I'll be joined by uh, Frank uh, Morano, and so let's go to uh, Michael Angelo in Newark. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. How you doing? This is Mike again from uh, Gate City of Newark. How you doing? I'm doing well. Go right ahead. Hello? Go right ahead, please. Are you there? I'm sorry. I, I couldn't hear you. I'm okay, sorry. go right ahead, please. Right. I'm short yeah. on time. Okay, all right. I just want to get uh, 
to my to my point real quick. Go ahead. Uh, I, I just don't. I don't think so much, Dominic, that uh, people have a problem with what you're saying, because I, you know, I think you're a man of integrity. I think you're going to tell the truth. I just think that it's disproportionate. Uh, the news that every time I I know myself when I you know listen to your show, it's about Black Americans. And then I heard one night, you know, this guy said about you know there's no crime in white neighborhoods and and. I, <laughs> Au contraire, um, you know, uh, you know, they're they're, they're white gangs that they run rampant all across America. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't get reported. It's underreported. Mm. So I think that's more the problem that Black Americans are, are having with your your reporting. It just seems that it's just disproportionate, and it doesn't. It, it and some of the people that I've heard on the show, I heard one person say something about. Uh, black supremacist, and that's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard in my life. There's no such thing as a black supremacist. Now you have people that are black that that are uh, that are biased. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But it's, there's no such thing as a black supremacist. And you know, but black folks, as far as I know, and, and I live okay. in okay. No, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I respect yeah. what you're saying. So wait, I just want to make sure I hear this correctly. So you're telling me that black people can't be racist? Is that what you're telling me? That's exactly what I'm saying, because if you look at the very de- definition of races, um, uh, uh, black people in America cannot adversely affect anything with, res- uh, with respect to white America. Okay, well, wait, to- wait, 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 I, I hear what you're saying, but I can tell you one area right off the top of my head. Crime. Crime. Crime is one area where where you, you said that there was no area where African-Americans could basically impact white America because you're – I believe what you're trying to tell me is that white America has the power. I believe that's what you're trying to tell me. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to paraphrase because we, we have a lot of calls, but on the area of crime. And, and I'm listening to you with much respect, and I appreciate what you're saying, but to that 16-year-old young lady that died like a dog – on the street Friday, I, I how does how does your argument hold up with that young lady? Well, well, what I'm just saying is that that I'm I'm what 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 my argument is that the reporting seems to be disproportionate. Like uh, there's a young man in Texas that spent seven years with black men uh, on a no knock warrant. Officers came in. And uh, he killed like one or two of the officers. He is still in prison seven years later for protecting his home. And then you hear people come and call it to your you know, white folks call into your station saying that there's no racism. Of course, there's still racism. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it. it yes, I know there's people there. There's disproportionate crime here in this city and in the city I live in, in Newark. But what I'm saying is. And I can tell you by experience, because I used to work for the police department, it, a lot of crimes that happen in white America does not get reported. It's underreported. And crime in black areas get overreported. And I, like I said, I'm telling you from, 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 uh, from, from um, experience. Okay, so, so, and I've gone way over my time allotment with you because I wanted to make sure I gave you your opportunity. So you're saying a man that shot police officers, even though he was defending his home, that he shouldn't be in prison seven years later. I just want to make sure that I fully understand what you're saying to me. I'm saying 
because he was in Texas. He his uh, his firearms were registered. It doesn't it matter. No they didn't identify who they were. They walked in. They were firing, and he fired back to protect his family. There was a similar situation in the state of Texas with a white young man that did the same exact thing, and he got off. And I can always I could call you back to give you the exact names of these people, but it just goes to show you that there's dispro- disproportionate. Uh, the laws are for certain people in this country. Okay, okay. I'm so, so I'm, I'm going to wrap up I'm on this point. So this young lady that walked out of school in the South Bronx on, on Friday and caught a bullet and two other people shot, you're telling me that's not newsworthy? Oh, no, that's not exactly what, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying is what, when I, I just know when I hear on the station, and I, you know what, I don't really have a problem with hear, hearing you say it. You know what really irks me is to hear white folks call in the show and they have this this you know they have these uh this attitude that uh about well i don't want to say but uh, african-americans this and that and i know uh, uh assuredly that crime happens in their neighborhoods too and you know i could go into my history i i like i said i used to work for the police department right. i i hear you I, I hear you. Know, you. I, I thank I you. I, I thank you for the. I have to step in because uh, we have a lot of calls. But but I would like to continue this conversation with you, perhaps uh, during the week. Uh, I really would like to continue it because, folks, that's what I'm often told. Again, it's only one or two people of color that bring this up, and they say whenever I say black on black crime is outrageous and disgusting. They say to me, well, Dominic, what about white on white crime? And, and when you, when you line up the percentages and it, we go through all of this, all of this, um, double talk, but what people don't understand. And now I'm speaking as a newsman, the news media goes with what's sensational. It may not be right, but that's the way it is. So when a young lady is 16 years old and she's trying to walk home from school in the South Bronx and she's caught in the middle of gunfire, that's a lead story. And we can't pretend that it didn't happen. And so I want to say that we're going to try and get to one or two more of your calls, but I am joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Dominic. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. I spent most of it sleeping. How about you? (laughs) I spent a lot of it trying to sleep unsuccessfully. Uh, Trying to get back on that normal schedule for a couple of days. By the time you're adjusted, it's time to go back to the upside-down schedule. So tell me if I'm weird. I turn on um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I love the rain, and I go to one of those sites where the rain is the rain sound nonstop. So my wife has got one of those noise machines. She likes the white noise. It's just it sounds right, like static. Right, but I like the thunder one. You do really, and and that puts me to sleep. Huh. And then I wake up several hours later, and you know, all right, so hey, am whatever I a little, works. Am I a little weird? No, no? Uh, not for that. Not for that. <laughs> What do you have coming up this All right, morning? We got, we got one for the ages. I'm looking forward to today's show. I've been uh, trying to get a hold of this gentleman for a while, and he doesn't do a lot of radio interviews these days. In fact, uh, this might be the only radio interview he's done in over a year, but I, I finally got a hold of Pat Buchanan, 
who was one of the most widely read syndicated columnists in America, no has run for, run for president three times. Yes. He was a senior advisor to three presidents. He's going to join me. We're going to discuss the Ukraine situation, but I'm also going to draw get, get his take on the Trump scandals and the Trump investigation as compared to the Watergate investigation, because today was actually a pretty noteworthy day in the history of the Watergate investigation. So we'll get into that and pick his brain on a few other things. And that's it in terms of guests. Uh, We're going to be taking a lot of calls. We're going to be following up on some of the issues that you've been raising. Obviously, you've been all over this crime issue. We're going to follow up on uh, Bill Bratton's remarks to John Mm -hmm. Katsimatidi Sunday Mm -hmm. morning. And uh, we got a few other tricks up our sleeve as well. We're going to have some fun. Sounds good. I enjoy listening to the show all Thank the time. You. Thank you. Only only problem is that you keep me up, <laughs> you know, when I need to sleep. Let's go to the phone calls. Michael in New Jersey, you're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Yeah, um, I just wanted to say, as far as uh, that knucklehead from Forest Hill saying, I'm willing to, to call their bluff as far as telling Putin, you put up or shut up. Who does this idiot think he's dealing with? Does he think he's playing with children for sticks of gum? He's willing to challenge Putin, who, who has 6,000 missiles that are armed with hydrogen bombs. Do you know what what a hydrogen bomb is capable of doing? It would take out all of New York City. It would take out all of Long Island, Nassau and Suffolk, a good part of upstate New York, like Westchester County and Rockland County, where you live. And this imbecile, this moron, this idiot is willing to call his bluff over Ukraine. We're going to risk our lives of the entire country over Ukraine. Is he, he, put, he should be put in a mental institution because well, he's normal. Well, Michael, I, I thank you for the call, and I think that uh, we, we get your point. Frank, what do you I, think? I, I think he's, Stan is not going to be inviting him to any parties anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, aside from the hyperbole of, you know, I'm not into name-calling, and I like that there are a lot of callers of different perspectives that call your show and the station in general, but uh, I agree with everything he said. I'm not willing to risk a, a war with Russia uh, over Ukraine, a country that uh, is not a member of NATO, and uh, I'm surprised that so many people seem willing to. Well, coming up right now, you want to keep it right there. You just heard his voice, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. He's coming up now. Must listen to radio. Trust me on that, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. I'll be back again tomorrow. Same time, same station. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.